Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of CDI Fridays. Uh, we're coming live to you here from Klaus Juniskig Secondary School in Care in County Tipperary and we're delighted you could join us today. I'm very happy to be sitting here alongside Keely, Grace and Keen, and we're going to have a lovely chat here today uh, about a, a variety of topics. So without further ado, and we won't waste any more time, we're going to get right into it. So Keen, you're our first guest and we're going to throw it over to you about whatever topic you want to chat about. Hello, hello. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, not Christmas, but I'm of course on about the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, so a brief history about the Eurovision Song Contest, it uh, started in 1956, that was 66 years ago. So uh, if you haven't been watching it, uh, you're a bit late to the party. Uh, it was hosted in Switzerland uh, in 1956, and the first winner of it was actually Swiss. And the song was called Refrain, and it was performed by Lise Asia. And uh, something interesting uh, that I find about the Eurovision Song Contest is that it was based off of a uh, song festival in Italy called San Remo Song Festival and uh, San Remo Song Festival nowadays is used uh, to determine who will represent Italy in the Eurovision. Uh, the voting system is a big part mm. uh, so you obviously have the juries and televotes. The jury votes are the professional votes and uh, they come from a team of six with two musicians and uh, four songwriters uh, and then you have the televotes which are public votes. Now, these can change everything instantly. Yeah, as we saw, yeah. we saw that last year. That yeah, was four easy. countries got uh, zero points from yeah. the public, and it was like, that, oh, was, that was so funny. So that, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. So sad. It was sad. It was so <laughs> funny. I just couldn't. I was. Mm. Yeah. I mean, at least the UK were being consistent with their scoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one. That's the process. Say where they go around to the capital cities of of each maybe country, and there's a celebrity waiting there. Yeah. And it's you know it's usually it's Nicky Byrne for Ireland usually, and they yeah. say hello yeah. Europe yeah. and all that crack. Yeah. yeah, that's that one, and it's yeah. Ireland these points or whatever the. Nilpon. Yeah, uh, Nilpon yeah. usually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where the famous news point comes from. Okay, very yeah. good. Uh, now, famous people that have come out of the Eurovision, Celine Dion. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. She was, did she do it for France, didn't she? Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, okay. oh, very good. Even though she's Canadian, isn't she? Yeah, she's yes. Canadian. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, the second one, uh, I'm sure you've heard of these, ABBA. Oh, my they're, God. Yeah, they've Lemon. done really, really famous. Uh, they released an album there fairly yeah, recently, ABBA Voyage. Voyage. Yeah, yeah. Really good. It's actually very good. And uh, obviously we do uh, the musical here every now and again yeah. in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, probably someone that you might have heard of if you watch Eurovision is the Finnish metal hard rock band Lordi. Love it, love it. I, oh my god, literally iconic. I can't even, I'm thinking of it right now. I can't even. If, you haven't, if you haven't watched it, seen it, just go. It's the best thing that's ever hit the screens of any television ever. That was one of my earliest memories of, of Eurovision Song yeah. Contest. I, and that's it's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a Yeah, it's not. It probably stuck with me for maybe all the wrong reasons where they, they scarred me for life with their yeah. scary costumes. Yeah. But yeah. that was, you know, something I was going to throw over to you girls. Like, what's your early memory, Keely? Have you an earliest memory of the Eurovision? Or was it big in your house at home? No, or? we didn't really watch it that much. Um, I think one year we were having a communion and it was on. So we all ended up watching it that year. Okay. And I think that's when I got into it. It's huge in our house. And I remember one year, I don't even know what year it was, but Jedward was who was on. And they were doing, do you know the way they go through the people and said, hello, hello Europe. And we go through. I started crying because I was so yeah. scared that, that I was praying to God, like... 
I'm praying, actually saying, God, I'll be the best. I'll be the best if you if you let Jeff win. Praying to God, crying, bawling, like tears streaming down my yeah. face. And then they like got like 20 seconds or something. They got a random, they weren't first. Okay. Was that bad, I was so, I was so sad. <laughs> I was like, they should have won. They actually... I mean, yeah. they did better than uh, who we sent this year, Leslie Roy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was god yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> the, the song wasn't horrible, but the, yeah. whatever happened with the stage? It seems yeah. Like, yeah. Well, she's getting too old for the running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a bit of a mix up to be running and singing at the same time. And also, yeah. there was like a little technical difficulty, and she, was, she looked a bit stressed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah when the, the technical difficulty came around, I was thinking to myself, here come the symphony boats. <laughs> the symphony boats. <laughs> uh, anyway, on from Lordy onto another rock band. Man of skin. Yeah, the new ones. The, the newbies of the court. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah. They they're a fantastic band. Yeah. They went to they went to America, they went to either they went to mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon recently. Jimmy Fallon, yeah. yeah. And uh, they did some sort of um what do you call it, a New Year's Eve kind of party and uh they were the opening act. Pretty you know what I heard here in Ireland on RT we have the yeah. New yeah. Year's Eve countdown. Is it the ball drop the New York ball drop thing? Uh, no, That's it was, American one, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, no, it wasn't New York one, it was um, LA. Oh, yeah. So, Very good. And, I mean, I have to finish off this list for uh, famous winners with our own Johnny Logan. He won three yeah. times in 1980, 1987, and 1992. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like iconic. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. We were, we were, I think, up to a point, I don't know, is the record still there? Were we the country with the most yeah. wins? Yeah, we're, we we're, still are. Still are. Still okay, are. so. Sweden is one behind us. Okay. Every year. Along with praying to God, the judgment wins. I pray to God that Sweden doesn't win. Yeah. So um, you yeah. mentioned you mentioned Johnny Logan there as as a famous early winner and and we had lots of you know very successful years back in the seventies eighties or whatever. I, I I you know I'm not the biggest fan of the Eurovision, but when I was growing up, then I wouldn't say we have had the same success uh, yeah. in the last twenty yeah. thirty years. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, I'm going to throw it over to you here, girls. Should we be proud of our Eurovision record where we had a really great start years ago but then since then we have sent the likes of Jedward yeah. and Dustin <laughs> the Turkey yeah. 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 You know, what do you think I Grace think, are we proud of it? I think that we, sh- we should be except we're not really trying like Ireland has so much talent like you could go anywhere there's amazing singers I just think that we don't want to win the people in charge don't want us to win because then we have to put money into the yes. stadium and stuff and I think that's kind of bad because mm-hmm. like pride is worth a lot more than yeah than uh, the last time we did any I suppose well in the Eurovision was in 2018, and I actually have a funny story about 2018. Um, <laughs> uh, it was what was his name? Uh, Ryan O'Shaughnessy. Oh yes. The song together. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the fact that he had two uh, male dancers mm-hmm. dancing with each other, I think that really helps a lot. Yeah. And um, in 2018, it was being held in Lisbon, in Portugal, and uh, I attended Eurovision in wow. Lisbon. Wow. Really? Wow. So yeah. How did you get tickets for that gig? Oh god. Uh, it, it was all last minute. Okay. Yeah, oh. so, yeah. uh, I had to get my passport changed last minute, and yeah, that was a whole. You could write like a whole drama series on it. Well, and what was <laughs> what was the actual event like in the arena? Like, tell us oh, what's the atmosphere like. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't just based in that kind of one arena. It was like all throughout the city, or at least anywhere that we explored. Wow. Yeah. Because uh, at the airport, as soon as you came out of the airport. There were like huge banners saying mm. Eurovision 2018 Lisbon on them. Okay. And it, it, the whole thing just felt really like amazing. Okay, yeah. great. So it's kind of like, and something we'll talk about later, the Olympics, it kind of takes over the city that it's been held yeah. in. Yeah, you know, yeah. everyone there is yeah. like, yeah. Wow. Uh, and also about the whole city as well. It's not just the arena. There's this thing called uh, the Eurovision Village. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where, Where all stay, is it? What? Where all the singers stay? Uh, no. 
I'd like to plan match up for the Eurovision. Okay, <laughs> okay, you're really uh, selling it to us yeah. here. Uh, so what they do is they have this big stage. It's not as big as the one in the arena, obviously, but they have uh, Eurovision acts from the, that year and then maybe other past Eurovision acts. Oh, yeah. So uh, there's one fellow from Russia, his name is Sergei Lazarev, and he'll be there a lot uh, okay. every year. Uh, anyway, that's all old news. Time to move on to the upcoming contest in Torino. Uh, the venue for the concerts are going to be in the Pala Alcatour. And uh, I know that the Winter Olympics is going to be coming up later on. So uh, a cool way to link the Winter Olympics to this year's Eurovision is that the, the Pala Alcatour actually hosted uh, ice hockey for the 2006 Winter Olympics. Wow, yeah. very good. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. So that's in Italy, is that like north or south of Italy? Or? Uh, north. Okay. It's, only, it's only like a half an hour drive away from the Alps. Oh, wow. Very good. Uh, yeah. That's uh, a, that'd be a nice holiday destination if anyone wanted to just <laughs> yeah. pop into the Eurovision, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Go for a quick ski after yeah, so. It's yeah. not a bad place to, to mm. host it, I'd say. And uh, all going well, uh, I should be going there. Hopefully. Excellent. Oh, wow. Excellent. So, yeah. And when is that being held, Keen? You might have said it already. What? It's funny you should say that. It's only 117 days. Okay. Yeah. Not that you're counting or anything. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, other Eurovision events that I find quite interesting, you've probably never heard of these, but there's one called the Junior Eurovision. Oh, yeah, I've heard yeah. of that one. Have you? I love that one. The one from, um, I don't remember where she's from, but there was a couple of acts this last year that were in that one, the Junior Star. Not junior, sir. <laughs> 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 the junior Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, uh, the junior Eurovision is way more entertaining than the junior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. slightly uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, just maybe. Mm. Uh, this is the last thing that I have to talk about. The junior Eurovision twenty twenty one was held in Paris, mm. and uh, it was a fantastic show. Now, not all the songs were fantastic, uh, but the winner, uh, the winner was Armenia, and the song is called Kami Kami, which translates into Wind Wind. I don't know either. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it doesn't always song titles as we all know don't really need no, to make yeah. sense song lyrics time. don't even make sense most of the time no. yeah. hold me now could be something completely different yes like Croatian or something like open that. to interpretation absolutely yeah. anyway Kami Kami I didn't really like it but you never know it might grow on me like mold on craft and ceiling <laughs> <laughs> on, on that Keen, the, the, the you said it's, it, you didn't particularly like that song I, I just you know getting ready for today I, I said I'd do a small bit of research on songs that I remember again from, from years gone by mm-hmm. um Two of my favourites, I suppose, were, were definitely the song Fairy Tale uh, by Anna, Alexander oh, okay. Ryback. Literally the best song ever. It's like, it's so cool. Yeah, and, and my memory is so he was a representative for the listeners who don't know. He represented Norway in 2009. Um, he was a young boy or a young man, I suppose, with, with a, just a violin or a fiddle. And yeah. my memory of, of when he played his winning uh, performance was did a string on his his uh, violin break or something yeah. and he played on. He was playing so, he was yeah, he was so, playing so passionately. Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, uh, he's actually from Belarus. Oh, very good. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, he Excellent. can speak fluent Russian. Great. great. Alexander Ryback, yeah. Oh, um, oh. From, from my from my notes are serving me correctly. And, and another one, just very quickly before we, we move on, and um, there's a funny story to how I know this song. It, it was the song Satellite by, by Lena Mayer, uh, who represented Germany in 2010, and it, it was on a version of the Just Dance game on the Nintendo <laughs> Wii. So okay. when I was playing it with my cousins years ago, yeah. um, you know, this song kind of stuck in my head because it was on this this yeah. video game. So it just goes to show how, how mm. you know, uh, worldwide the Eurovision is. It's it's a Eurovision. It's a Eurovision co- uh, contest. Mm-hmm. Now we could we could speak all day about Australia being yeah. in, in other countries. Going in next year. America's going in next year. They're, they're holding um they're holding an American one <clears> where they pick one person and that person gets gets to go to the Eurovision and do it there. Very good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm not very happy with it. 
Okay, so we're going to move over to Grace's chosen topic, which is controversial opinions. And uh, to gather some research to aid our conversation today, we sent out a Microsoft Forum survey to the entire student body here in our Klaus Juniskic Secondary School. And we were delighted where we got uh, almost 300 responses from uh, all of the students. And it really helped us uh, understand, you know, their opinions on the topics we were asking them about and so on and so forth. And I know Grace was delighted with the feedback she got that aided her, her points that she has here today. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Grace. What are we going to start with today? What's our first controversial opinion? First one. Okay. This one was probably the most controversial one. Um, it's, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Okay. <laughs> Let me give you the results first. Okay. So 26% of people said yes, and that leaves 74% of the entire student body or whoever answered said no, it doesn't. 74%. Because it doesn't. I think it does. No, I don't think it does. I think no. it does. It's yummy. It's actually really nice. It's a fruit. It's sweet and it's sour and it's like, it's mixed up. It's so nice. It's so nice. The okay. only things that belong on pizza are meat. No, but also like cheese and stuff. But well, if you put yeah, pineapple, like, yeah, pineapple, ham, you should try pineapple and pepperoni. The best. The nicest that thing. Does not sound You're only saying that because you haven't tried it yet. No. It's mm. spicy and like sweet. Exactly. No. Exactly. Mm. That's like um, that's like sweet and sour chicken. It's just, it just works. Mm-hmm. It's so uh, I heard nice. A, uh, I heard a thing yesterday where someone actually puts uh, curry into the pizza base. Like when they're making the pizza base, they put curry. Okay. Yeah. It sounds weird. But I can imagine but, it tastes nice. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Personally, I wouldn't go with pineapple on pizza. Now, I, I, I was preparing for this. I said no straight away. But then I had to remind myself, I've never tried it. I don't know. I don't know. Have sorry. No, never, never. I, I'd be quite strict. Not strict, but I, I'd be, you know, in a routine or I'd be, you know, regimental about what pizza order I get. Uh, okay. Now, I even thought deep around. I don't know. Have I ever even eaten pineapple? So <laughs> let alone on pizza. <laughs> So I don't know am I the best person to mm-hmm. offer an opinion on this when I haven't tried it fairly, but personally, I wouldn't. Um, so you, you, you need to try it? Definitely, yeah. Some pineapple, then move on to pineapple. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But interesting, as you said, three quarters, vast majority of the student body say yeah. absolutely no. no. You mentioned curry there, you're going into the base. Uh, base. I had tried something years ago and I've stuck mm-hmm. with it, uh, getting a barbecue sauce as the base instead of a tomato sauce. I don't know if you ever tried that. Oh. Mm. No. Or what do you yeah. think instead well, of a tomato sauce? No. I do like barbecue sauce and pizza's nice too, so I think that's together. I really like yeah. barbecue sauce. It might work. If you can pick, if you take one piece of advice from today, maybe try something new tomorrow or the weekend, uh, you know, order a, a pizza from a takeaway with a, a barbecue base and okay. let me know how you go. And maybe some of the listeners might contact us and, and mm. try it. If we have some ba- uh, fellow barbecue base <laughs> fans <laughs> out there, let us know and get in contact yeah. with us. Um, so, a, an overriding mm. Keely, you're no. Yes. I'm no, and Keen, you're no. And I'm yes. And Grace, so again, it kind of yeah. works out the same way. It's three against one, 75% say no, but look, yeah. that's that's that. We'll, that's everyone's that's entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, on yeah. to the next one. Next one is, it's quite deep. It's, is murder ever justified? This one was so interesting to look through the responses because we, we put a little response box under and a lot of you put in what you thought. Now, so 61% of people said yes, murder is justified. And 39% of people said, no, it's not. Um, out of all those, 11% of all the answers that were in the box were included the words, words self-defense. And I think that's an interesting place to start because if someone kidnaps me, I think if I'm escaping and they, I accidentally happen to kill them on the way out, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I should get in trouble for that. I, don't th- I think that's justified. I think like, you know, yes, because it is self-defense. And yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's that, that would be justified. Like you would probably be murdered. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. um, and um, a few responses said, obviously self-defense, 
violence is not the answer it was another one like eye for an eye if if someone hurts me i'm gonna hurt them mm-hmm. um but yeah violence is not the answer is like an interesting one because i feel like there's ways you could go about things yeah yes. keen yeah. what do you think on that topic uh yeah i think like if someone was kidnapping me i'd punch them in the face yeah and i hope they wouldn't get up <laughs> <laughs> um is it justified? Would you be right in doing that? Would you yeah. plead your case in front of a court, maybe, and, and you know, explain the self-defence? Again, uh, it really depends yeah. on the situation. Like, if it's mm-hmm. just out in the... Um, well, obviously, this wouldn't be as extreme as murder. But, um, like, if it's just something out on the field, in the school, well, then, really, um, th- like, there's no reason to be hitting anyone. Mm. Uh, but if, like, you were kidnapped for whatever reason and you want to get out, well, you kind of have to... absolutely if you have no other option and you have to go to extreme lengths Mm -hmm. well then you know you you probably have a fair enough case to argue your point of it was my only option it was my life or you know theirs um yes exactly you know and and i was thinking about this you know i was watching a tv show recently where an example of this i suppose came up where, where a husband um it was a husband and wife in the show and the wife was uh aggressively assaulted in in their home um the husband being very protective hunted down the man and uh, who had done the assault and, and ended up killing that yeah. attacker mm-hmm. and it brought up the discussion then was that justified it, yeah. is it that brings it back to your point grace an eye for an eye yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's obviously very complex um, one of the answers was um well if you hate them it's allowed okay. so, yeah. which is really interesting that wouldn't be justified. i don't i don't no. know that no. i think if you were just annoyed at a person or just didn't like them i don't think that really gives you a reason to murder them but um I mean, it's up to you. Or the law. Not really. He likes pineapple on pizza. I'm going to murder him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We won't. And, and just a disclaimer here uh, on CDI Fridays, we're not advocate, advocating murder no. or violence or of any sort. Um, so. And we're not promoting pineapple on pizza either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let people make up their own minds on those topics. But yeah. it's just interesting to talk these out. That, and like the statistics, statistics from that are really interesting. Actually. They are. They are. And lot, you had, a lot of people said yes. You, ha- you had another topic, I suppose, related to the death is, or the mm-hmm. murder is justified. And you want yeah. to bring that in um, as well. Do you agree with the death penalty? Um, this one's also really interesting. Um, kind of a bit tied. 59% people said yes and 41% people said no. Um, I put a little answer box in this too, and lots of people said stuff like people who get the death the death penalty don't deserve the mercy of dying, which is really interesting because if if you think about it, dying to these kind of people is an escape. Okay. If they think I'm gonna be locked up for my whole entire yeah. life, then then they're just gonna be locked up. Like if they die, that's 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 the end of that, you know. So the person who wrote that answer obviously thinks that the punishment of maybe jail time or isolation, isolation yeah. is worse than the quick out of being yeah, exactly. you know yeah, yeah. Um, killed. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, when we went to Spike Island there not too long ago, the school, uh, the jail, you know, the, what was it called, the punishment block, they used to chain people to the wall, oh, and uh, I'm sure most of those people just decided to come on hunger strike, or something yeah. like that, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it does, I mean, again, it's a case-by-case basis, but it, I suppose it depends on the punishment you're given. It, some people could get sentenced to 20, 30 years in prison, and it would be a horrible existence, like you said, maybe the case yeah. in Spike Island, but... Other people, maybe they commit awful, awful crimes, get 20 years of a sentence, but it's, you know, a comfortable existence and they're, you know, living a relative life of luxury in maybe a jail or whatever. Do you think that's, yeah, do you think that's fair? Do do they deserve it? There are people that are like wrongly accused. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. mm. Yes. Someone wrote people deserve it, but it might be a false conviction. Yes. And that's like, that's definitely something. I think the last person that was ever, that was ever, um, Put to the death penalty in Ireland was it was mm-hmm. it found out that yeah. he was innocent. So okay. He did nothing wrong. Wow. 
which is really interesting. Yeah, so you'd hate, for example, like that. You know, it is it is a very final decision. There's no coming back yeah, from it, obviously. Yeah, no um, it's the last step. But, you know, it brings up the question, uh, I have it written here, should the punishment match the crime if it was a murderer mm. who took a life? Should their life be taken? But yeah. it does open up that, that big yeah, can of worms. The, is, the, sh- the government shouldn't have that power over anyone. Like, if, if I take a life, the government shouldn't be able to say, you, yours is gone too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's a very a very important point. I suppose the government who are they, they're they're men and women from you know parishes around Ireland um, that are voted in by the people. You know yeah. we live in a democracy, so what what gives them the right? We give them the right to serve in in government. Mm-hmm. Does that then give them the right to take a life from yeah, someone? I don't exactly. know. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. What do you think, Ian? Uh, I think uh, in terms of the death penalty, I think. Uh, I I don't think that anyone deserves to die for any reason, like for whatever they do, whether it be. Uh, their their race or religion or like some crime they committed because uh, they still have a family mm-hmm. and their family will remember that for the rest of their lives and then that will be passed on uh, from generation to generation. Yeah, generational trauma and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Now it hasn't. I don't know. Do you have it there in front of you? But you said the last person in Ireland. Do you know when that was? Was the last person some, sentenced no to idea. to death penalty? Yeah. Just again, you'd watch films or TV shows where you know public hangings or public executions were were um, done and, and you know that was the death penalty before maybe the types of lethal injection came yeah. in but mm-hmm. bringing up the family point Keen, that's got me thinking about you know back then it was very shameful you know mm-hmm. the family would the be shamed they would be in the in the, the town square or something like that so it would be a very shameful thing to have a, a family member maybe a husband or whatever a brother or sister publicly mm-hmm. executed or put to the death penalty it was shameful for the family for the rest of their life yeah because now it's quite a more private affair. Absolutely. Moment, so Absolutely. Yeah, it's really it's kind of relative to the situation. Yeah, yeah, but again, if if listeners have have uh, particular opinions on this topic, definitely get in contact with us through the CDF Radio uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and, and let us know what you think. Yeah, the next one and the last one that I have today is I literally just put down the words deja vu. Um, yeah. So we ask people, we have, have you ever experienced deja vu? What was it like? Um. And what do you think it is? What do you think it means? Uh, we put it in a box, and a lot of people had like a lot of different opinions. And we're gonna, I'm gonna read out some of the theories that these people had. Um, the first one was uh, right path in life, and it kind of, it's some uh, external thing is telling you you're in the right path in life. If you can, if you, if you get the experience of deja vu, you feel like you're, this is this is where you're supposed to be at that very moment. Another one is that you relive a moment, or the past is like repeated that you've been there before. Um, something like that you obviously you have in the place that you've been before um, another one is reliving past life it's like your past life the person who was you in your past life which kind of opens up a lot a lot bigger thing about do we believe in past lives like, mm-hmm. is that I think that's a really interesting mm-hmm. idea yeah. yeah yeah I'm just going to stop before we continue discussing it just to give maybe listeners who don't know what deja vu means um, it's I suppose the the feeling or the but the emotion of, of living a moment before you've felt this moment before you've yeah. been here with these exact same people you've heard someone say something in this exact same place at yeah. this time and your brain says hold on a second everything is the same I've lived this moment before yeah. so mm-hmm. that is I suppose what the term deja vu means um, Keen, have you ever experienced it I'm going to open it up to you what What do you think about it I have um, uh, when it does happen to me it's kind of weird Yeah. it just feels weird because you're thinking well. you're thinking to yourself have I done this before and then it's like, I don't think I have, but I have. But I have, yeah. 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 Keely, what do you think? Or have you had it yeah, happen to you? I think it's a really strange feeling because it's like, yeah, as Keen said, 
you feel like you've done this action before, but you haven't in your brain. So it's just weird. Yeah, and Grace, you took us through this, some of the responses. Personally, you have you had it happen have, to you? What's I've your thoughts it, on I've it? I've had it a bunch, a bunch of times in this school, like sitting mm-hmm. at us, and like you go to, if you have a time limit, you go to the same class every week. Like it, things happen, things yeah. are repeated. But like this is definitely different. Like if I'm sitting somewhere and I just I've been here before, this yeah. said before, something said different to me feeling. that has happened before, which is why I kind of the thing about reliving a past life, the thing that's I, I feel like that is not one of the theories that I would I would agree with because this school is not that old. Like there's like the the building isn't that old. Like I wouldn't unless some the person who I was in my past life died very young yeah. and also attended the school, I wouldn't be here reliving their moment because yeah. The school is only like 20, 30 years old. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Mm. The, the final point I want to just you to bring up, it was one of the most interesting responses yeah. you had. Yeah. We'll, yeah. And we'll leave it on this one. So if you share <laughs> with the listeners what one student replied this to this prompt with. Um, okay, so this person replied to the same thing. It is an illusion created by the human eye when one eye observes an image or scene faster than the other eye, making you think that you already saw the image before. That's a bit of handful to say, but that's I think, cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. really, really cool, cool. Thing, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like scientific, like a brain glitch, like yeah. a brain. It's just, it's so interesting. So that 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 student thought uh, that one eye was maybe acting faster than the other. Your left mm-hmm. eye takes in the image yeah. a, a millisecond, yeah. a micro millisecond before your right eye, yeah. and then your brain suddenly thinks, "Hold on, I have lived this moment before." So exactly. as Keen, you said, yeah. it's really cool uh, idea. You know, it's a great theory. Um, if anyone has other theories, you know, we definitely love to hear about them. so we've had a great uh, time talking about those controversial opinions we're going to change it up again and go to another completely random topic and Keely's going to talk to us a bit here about the Winter Olympics so over to you Keely. Yeah so finally the Winter Olympics is coming after four long years since 2018 when they were last held in South Korea with 92 nations. Now do you guys remember watching them in South Korea or did you watch the Summer Olympics? I love the Olympics. Yeah. 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 I do remember watching it in Seoul, wasn't it Seoul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really interesting actually. Yeah, I must admit now, I, I'd be a big fan of the Summer Olympics. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I probably <laughs> never watched an event never. of the Winter Olympics. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's, it's arguably more interesting than the Summer Olympics. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. like it, this, the random sports that I've come up with is just really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Here's a question. Uh, if you could do any Olympic sport, whether it be from the Summer Games or the Winter Games, what would you do? Um, I think some of the winter sports are really interesting. Um, Oh, I think I would do skiing. Because I've gone skiing before and I love, 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 love. I've never been skiing. Oh. Uh, I was, I was, I know, I, I kind of was talking to you uh, yesterday or whatever and, and you said you did do skiing, but I've never done it. I'd love, again, I'd love mm. to do it. Um, it's one of those things I really want to take off my bucket list. And, yeah. and I suppose I have friends and people on my you know social media accounts now out in Europe at the moment taking yeah. advantage of the, the slopes and stuff. So yeah. very yeah. jealous at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably do... Diving, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a really interesting one. Uh, either that or golf, because I mean, golf is one of those sports where you don't actually have to be mm-hmm. fit yeah. to do it. It's technical. Yeah, and uh, I, I think I'd be kind of good at it as yeah. well. Definitely, that could be an avenue to, avenue to look at. It's so cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you see them both going at the same time, yeah. and then the, the little drops, that they don't even make a splash. Mm. They just enter the water. Yeah. And just... yeah. Did you see um, uh, Tom Daly and Matt Lee's oh, dive? Love Tom that Daly. was epic. A- absolutely, just iconic. Oh, Tom Daly, yeah. I love Tom Daly. Yeah, he's one of the big, I suppose, superstars of the, the Summer Olympic Games, but yeah. we'll, we'll swing it back to the Winter Olympics. Again, I, I as I said, I'm embarrassed. I don't know enough about it. So, Keely, can you fill us in on a bit about it? Tell us a bit more about so, it. So, I found the Winter Olympics very interesting. All the sports are very different to ones we have in Ireland, of course. 
And now skiing, as you said, Grace, is one of the um, sports they do. And now alpine skiing is just skiing downhill. What I have never done it, and obviously you can do it in other countries, but it's, it's something I never tried. And flying downhill with two sticks on your feet and two sticks in your hands, keeping you alive, per se, just seems like a really interesting sport to me. So what is the experience like to do it? It's good. It's, it's, it's very awkward when you start. Well, obviously I was a bit younger when I started, but like I went with cousins and they, they started and it's, it's very awkward. It's very gangly. There's too many things hanging off you like. But once you get once you get used to it, once it gets it gets natural enough, after a couple of days it'll just become natural. And it's just it's so empowering. Just go seeing a mountain and saying, hmm, I'm going down that and then just going down. And where did you go skiing or where have you been skiing? Oh, I was Austria, I went to La Tuile in the uh, Italian Alps. I've been to Poland the last couple of years, Germany, a few places. Wow, excellent. Yeah, I, I, you know, definitely flying down at, at that high speed, I suppose that's maybe what attracts so many people to yeah. that sport is that it probably mm-hmm. adrenaline rush that is driving them yeah. to, yeah. to uh, some experience. They enjoy snowboarding rather than skiing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because to enjoy skiing, uh, they said that you have to go up like 50 billion miles an hour to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, but uh, with snowboarding, it's like you're going down a hill. And yeah. then it, it just, they say it feels better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something I've never tried and I'm, I really want to try it. But it seems like uh, skiing is a lot more, the, the type of people that skiing, that do skiing, mm-hmm. is different, yes. different yeah. than the type of people that do almost. snowboarding. Because snowboarding is like skateboarding. You think, yes. If you think of skateboarding, yeah. It's like the the snowy version of skateboarders. Yes, that's what you snowboarders are. And yes. if you do if you if you if you do snow snowboarding, I'm really jealous of you and impressed. And we should be friends because you seem really cool. Anyway. Yeah, it, I was going to bring that up that it's probably maybe an easier one for people to tra- mm. transition from. You yeah, know, you'd have yeah. skateboarding would be more common, I suppose, or activity. Yeah, or surfing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So it's an easy transition to yeah. a winter sport like that. Whereas yeah. the skiing, it's it's hard to compare to anything else. I mean, maybe rollerblading where you've yeah. you know one both legs going at the same time. But yeah, uh, I suppose it's a far cry from yeah. from rollerblading. I suppose mm-hmm. when you're going down the slopes like that. Yeah. But that skiing is there any other you know interesting sports um, in the winter Olympics? Biathlon is also like skiing, but you're skiing, skiing cross country, and you're also rifle shooting at the same time. No, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great, a great watch. So you have to like ski cross country, and then you have to stop with the skis still on you, which is obviously strange, and <laughs> lay down, which are, take your rifle off your back, which is probably heavy. I'm not sure yeah. what the weight of the thing, and shoot at five targets. While obviously, if you are in front, the other people are coming shooting at the targets. So I'd say you get so much adrenaline from oh, it, God, like yeah. skiing, and then having to stop and focus on shooting these things these targets like if you were to miss them all these other people are just running past you already past you like oh god that sounds like every young child's dream outdoor (laughs) game you know running at a fast or moving at a fast pace and then you get to lie down and shoot an actual gun so for those who don't know um, cross country skiing is a lot different from normal skiing the path isn't cleared you're going through woods and it's all just snow and there's trunks on the ground it's it's actually crazy I've never even done I've seen people go through and it's it's so it's so crazy. You don't even know what's happening because the snow's yeah, covering everything. Bad. There's big stones, big rocks, trees, whatever, and you're just going through it. Keen, would you be any good at that one now? Would you be good with a rifle in your hand? Uh, um, I'd like to say I would be, but I don't, I don't think I would be. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't have a steady hand for that yeah, type of yeah, you know accuracy. I don't think I'd be yeah, the same. I think no. definitely with the cold, like if I know they obviously are well wrapped up. Okay. And you need gloves. Oh, yeah, God, me personally now, my hands go numb straight away when I'm ever in snow or ice or whatever. So I don't think I'd be any good. I'd be just shaking and they're yeah. going to go everywhere. When they're shooting. Do they keep the skis on them? Yes. Yeah. How do they do that? 
They just have to lie down with like the feet to the side, I suppose. I can only imagine how awkward that is to get back up onto your feet. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like I I stick the ski down into the snow mm. and get stuck there for the rest of the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder, get... getting up, it reminds me of uh, you know those videos where um, a baby goat is being born. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd imagine that's if you were to go to any of the ski resorts, you'd see so many people oh, looking like baby goats. Falling down, getting up. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Yeah. You just sit on a chair and watch people fall over. Best thing you can do to spend your time. <laughs> um, figure skating is another sport that I absolutely adore watching because I'm sure we've all watched Dancing on Ice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, watching that is great. Watching celebrities try out ice skating and whatever. But watching like professionals do these leaps and twirls and like strange acrobats while sk- skating like ice. Yeah. <laughs> at like sk- crazy speeds is just crazy. Have you ever tried ice skating? <laughs> You talk. You brought <laughs> me, me and Katie went. We she brought because we wouldn't be like um, skating, ice skating. Mm-hmm. I've only ever been when Keely brought me to Cork and we did it there. And it was Cork on ice. It was. I remember holding on to the penguins. I don't know if you've all been snowboarding. Yeah. yeah. And have you have been on on the penguins holding on to penguins? I'm ashamed to say I have had <laughs> yeah. to hold on to those at the, at the start. Or uh, if I was you know too embarrassed to go with that and and maybe. All the little kids had all of the penguins yeah. used up. I had to go along the side and shuffle along oh, and wait my yeah. turn in the big line around the outside. So oh, I'm not too bad at moving, but when it comes to just stopping, yeah, stopping like mm-hmm. slamming into the wall. <laughs> yeah, oh that's God. every single time. time. Like staying still as well for a photograph yeah. or something like that. For a key ring, that's like 25 euros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so overpriced. And like a microwave that has better quality on it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think I don't think I'm built for for yeah. skating. I think I you know I'm I'm just too Paul, I, I think yeah. if I fall, I have a terrible fear that I'll wipe out, yeah, say, half, half of oh, the no. rink, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could slice <laughs> someone with my skate or something oh, like that, so I'm scary, just terrified. Actually. Apparently a lot, a lot of uh, figure skaters get loads of injuries where they're doing twirls and the, the guys catch ta- catch the girls doing twirls oh, and it slices yeah. them all, oh, the sharp blades, yeah. the slice, oh god, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can, again, you brought up dancing on ice. If you, you know, mm-hmm. on that show when they show you the practice during the week, yes. you can see them falling. It looks Definitely. awful. It looks yeah. awful. The, the so injuries hard. they must have, yeah. and that's one of the questions I was going to ask. I suppose the the Summer Olympics. You know, there's just so many sports, and we talked about some of them at the start. It just strikes me that the the Winter Olympics is a bit more dangerous, a bit more yes, adrenaline yeah. filled. And I was going to ask mm-hmm. you, like, from your experiences of it, is there more injuries that come from it, or do you know, like, is it more of is it an overall more dangerous event? I'm not sure, but I'm sure some of the sports like luge and skeleton are much more dangerous as you're flying down like slopes or um yeah, mountains yeah. head first, flying around like corners on this ice jack, like a little, little yeah. ring, yeah. like like curvy speed. ring. Mm. Actually, in luge, they can reach up to 140 kilometers an hour. Oh my god! I don't understand why people can't see that because you're uh, at the bottom of a really steep hill, and then you see people just going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Crazy. What is what is luge? Um, luge. Um, the sport was introduced in Innsbruck Olympic Games in 1964. The luge riders hurtled down a slippery ice track lying on their backs in a tiny sled with their feet stretched out in front of them. And they, they go to crazy speeds of up to 140 kilometers an hour. Relying on, they don't even have steering. They just have ref, their reflexes. So they use their ankles and their shoulders to try and steer them around all the crazy corners. And they have no protection either or brakes. Oh so they have like no way to stop except the little stop? sheet at the end. There's like a like a yoga mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the end. <laughs> um, but they I can't, they lie on their backs and they're yeah. steering with their feet. They can't even see. Oh, that's so scary. And then like, the opposite to that is what 
like skeleton skeleton yeah where you're like the same thing front forward yeah, yeah. you're, you're head first everything. you're going head first yeah through the like rink the curvy yeah. little rink of ice mm-hmm. never mind a gold medal that deserves like a yeah. diamond medal yeah, yeah. I was just going to say those people are either really brave or really yeah. mental or just really skilled you know they're either yeah. insane or the best athletes in the yeah, world it doesn't seem to make any sense but I'm sure it does if you spend that much time on it yeah absolutely wow okay so I'd never actually heard of that one I, I you know I've yeah. seen the ones where they go head first down you said it was skeleton is it down around so yeah, that's head first like I'd that. never known there was one where you go feet first I yeah, don't think I could do that one yeah it's definitely not something I would try <laughs> yeah no I wouldn't be that excited about either ice hockey <gasps> yeah ice hockey um now if you think that figure skating would be hard I think ice, ice hockey would be even more dangerous because there's 12 people on the, the ice rink yes yeah like banging into each other trying to get a tiny little puck into the gold where the person is standing completely protectionized it's like hurling but on ice yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, i mean hurling is lethal goal yeah. Yeah. yeah but as you said the goalkeeper and they're trying to score yeah. into a goal so it's no wider than tiny, the table yes. here that we're recording mm-hmm. on i suppose it's only three four feet wide mm-hmm. maybe and the goalie with all his pads and all his protection yeah. is yeah. as wide as the goal yeah. so yeah. there's nowhere to get it and the puck is so small yes i want to play hockey without ice yeah like <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hockey is a normal sport without, without yes. ice yeah. They, they do it yeah and, yeah and, and even you, anyway. you, you like you brought up how it's kind of barbaric and stuff or dangerous like there's there's um you know lots of YouTube videos and documentaries about how mm-hmm. they have these I think roles on the team called the enforcers. Basically, there's people on the team designated to fighting. So yeah. Yeah, if two against, people yeah. start yeah. fighting, they drop their gloves, the game stops, and the refs let them at it and go yeah. punch oh away. And so, they they do that all while skating yes. on ice. Yeah, with like really sharp blades on their yeah. feet. Like like on ice, yeah. by the way. Just just putting that in there. Holding big uh, wooden sticks big as wooden well. Sticks. You know, so yeah, it's, and it's, having huge little helmets. It's like they yeah. combined all the dangerous parts of yeah. all the winter sports and just put them together on a little small rink with 50,000 ravaging fans cheering yeah. you on and in the stadium. Tiny, tiny, tiny goals. Yeah. Skilled or mental? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> you know, we can't, yeah. we can't uh, determine which one it is. So that's it for our very first episode of CDI Fridays. We're so proud to bring this product to you. Um, again, here reminding you, we're coming from Colostroniskic Secondary School here in Care in County Tipperary in Ireland. So... Wherever you're listening to us, whether it be in Ireland or further afield somewhere around the world, we thank you for your time. We hope you've enjoyed the show and I want to extend a thanks to our great guests today, Keen, uh, Grace and Keely, and we'd like to thank Ellie who was on time management as well. So without any more delay, we're going to sign off and hope to see you again next Friday.